Okay, I think at this point we're just going to step back to when the group of three have just gotten onto the elevator to descend to the main anchor facility. Jerry. The doors close on the elevator and you have been left alone in the access lobby on the surface. Jerry is going to sigh to himself, uh, drop the facade, um, stand up straight and go to the computer and quickly look for uh, any secret information. <laughs> secret Ooh. information? Okay. Kept in a folder marked secret. That's how you know it's secret. <laughs> yeah. Secret stuff. Secret information. <laughs> Maybe now is maybe now is a good time actually to just recap the um, the communications log from the uh, from the anchor to Earth, which uh, prompted the your expedition and uh, which only you have uh, been briefed on properly. We did we didn't cover this in the in the, the first uh, first bit because of the secret nature of it. The others all know that um, communication was lost with the anchor uh, just over two, three weeks ago, um, but what you've been made aware of is that just prior to this, uh, following a, uh, a planned movement to another um, section of, uh, of the sea floor, uh, messages were exchanged between the anchor and the, co um, and the company, uh, indicating that the anchor had come across an unknown object. They were then directed by the company to bring this object aboard. Um, and following that, contact was lost. So basically, then you're you're looking to look into the system and see what you can uh, find out extra to that. Then, yeah. Would that be a com check or? Uh, yeah, can I get a contact check? No stress roll, obviously, because you haven't been down and seen the body. Oh, two successes. Okay, so uh, yeah, you succeed, and uh, yeah, you get a stunt. So actually, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll tell you the stunts you can choose from now, and because um, one of them actually might be uh, a little bit, uh, yeah, helpful. Um, mm -hmm. So for each extra that you get, each stunt you can either gain a plus one modification to a later skill roll related to this one. Okay. You can choose to not have to need to roll to overcome the exact same challenge in the future. Okay. You can do it quickly in half the time it would normally take. So that that could be you know helpful yeah. in certain situations. Uh, you've got half hour wait, so probably not yeah. relevant here. <laughs> uh, you get new or unexpected information, and then brackets it says GM's choice. Um, you hide your tracks, or one of them just says you show off. So I don't know how that would. <laughs> I would leave it up to you how showing off would be. <laughs> I feel like I don't need to hide my tracks because I don't think anyone is going to be looking for it. Mm hmm. Um, I think everybody hates me, which is the intended to go through. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for the mystery box. The mystery box. For additional information. For and unexpected information. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you know uh, from your uh, special secret briefing. My secret information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know from this that there was uh, something found by the anchor and they were instructed to pick it up. You're able to um, go into the system and retrieve a log entry by Peter West, the uh, the anchor supervisor, uh, dated shortly after the uh, um, company's request that they bring on board this uh, this object. Okay. It basically it's a text log and it reads uh, per company instructions object extracted and brought into high bay three. Okay. That's all it says. 
No, okay. This log is uh, is dated October the eighth. Uh, the last received message from him was October the sixth. Okay. What's the date today? Today is November the second. So you know you've had a couple of weeks of transit time to get here. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. See, I, I suppose having found the information I need, I will saunter over to the company coffee machine and wait for the, the lift to get back. <laughs> yeah, okay, we can say while... <laughs> while All of um, a sudden looking much more put together. Yeah, while Kelvin is uh, examining the body, the uh, the elevator goes back up. Do we want to jump to you rejoining the group, or did the group want to be doing anything in the intervening 15 minutes? At this point, Aaron is just basically really freaked out and going through um, what they can on the computers. Hmm, okay. In like, hmm. Very first thing, because they're slightly obsessive, is, hmm, no, there was no, there was no, like, weather events that could have caused this sorts of chaos. So what did, why did they do this? Why did they trash the place? Hmm. Is there... Do I, I look around, is there any kind of like CCTV or anything? Uh, you look and there is a camera above the uh, elevator doors, looking into the lobby, sort of in your direction. I'll go, I'll basically just point out and go, Hey, they uh, didn't get enough that! Kind of looks over in confusion. Sorry, what do you want me to do? Uh, camera over there. See if you can uh, get any images or anything of that. See what caused this. Ah, sure. Okay. Um, and I assume that'll be a comtech? That will be a comtech, yes. Okay. So we'll do, again, you've got a point of stress, so we'll do the, the one roll of uh, 8d6 from you and then a second roll of just 1d6. Yep. Okay, so no sixes there. No successes. But we still need that stress roll. Yep. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> God, this is happening a lot. <laughs> I love it. It's great. <laughs> Just absolute blind panic. It's another panic roll. Well, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, can I get another d6? This would be one d6 plus one. Mm. So that is a six. So, yeah, you're still keeping it together, but um, six is the the maximum. <laughs> the the next, yeah, one to six. I said is keeping it together. At seven, it's. I'm I'm a I'm a researcher. Yeah. I don't I don't deal with people going crazy. Mm. What what's happened here? I don't understand. Um, I would say then. So with the with the the skill roll, then you're able to find your way into the security system, um, but you're unable to unlock it to uh, do what you want. It's asking you for clearance that you don't have, basically. So you're able to access the system, and then it won't let you look at archive footage with your current clearance. Okay. I think that's how we'll roll with that, I think. Yeah, that seems fair. Because the skill there, I think, would have been to get round that, I think. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. I assume that the card I have for James, whatever his face was, doesn't have his login details on it. Tony Richards. Tony Richards, it? that was it. Uh, it, it doesn't have uh, his login details on it, no. It is a swipe card, so you could try it, but he, as a technician, you wonder whether he would have access as well to security stuff, but... I'll just, I'll give you that for free. Oh, if we can't get in anyway, we might as well give it one try. Worth a go. Yeah. Okay. 
um, I'll say. Then you, so yeah, without a roll, you're able to log out and um, you, you swipe his card, and again it sort of logs back in. It looks much the same as when Aaron tried it. There is um, you're able to get to you know the, you know the procedures to go through now to get to the security system, and it, it flashes up a uh, uh, in, you know security check thing that Richards does not have. Uh, the clearance level to access the security systems. Worth a go, but mm. seems he is a bit more of a low-level employee there. That, uh, they didn't trust to have access to the cameras, basically. Would have been just too easy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hand it to you guys on a, you know... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> oh, if only someone had corp-level clearance! <laughs> yeah, well, hurry up and get down here. <laughs> He's in the lift, sipping on his coffee. It's pretty mediocre. Complaining yeah. about the bloodstain, the, the sort of mud trapped into the lift. Yeah, there are some wet footprints from when you guys came in from outside. Although I guess you were waiting for half an hour or so before you got into yeah, the lift. Yeah, it's so, dry by now. Yeah, it's dry. <laughs> so by the time, uh, yeah, by the time you, you've, you've attempted this, uh, the lift comes back down and Jerry is uh, deposited in the lobby with you guys. And uh, Jerry, it's a real mess down here. Oh. Oh dear. What did you do? Jerry, just the boy. Come over here, sir. I've been gone for half an hour. We didn't do anything. This is how we found it. Hmm. Well. You've, you've got, uh, you've got clearance, right, Jerry? Who told you that? Well, you just did now. Did I? Well, why else would you get annoyed at me? So, I, you have it. Go over here. Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine. And he, he grumbles about it, but he, he goes up and he swipes his data pad or data to whatever it's called. Yeah, you've got like a corporate login thing. you got a lanyard, yeah. I guess. What are we even looking for? Uh, just yes, CCTV it. so we can find out what happened. Mm, I suppose that'd be useful information, I guess. Yeah, uh, Data transmitter with core clearance. Apparently, I've got. Yeah, I will. Uh, um, yeah, we don't need to roll for this. I think. <laughs> I'll do however that do. I plug it in. I will it vaguely in the direction of the terminal. Or whatever you have to do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Sec, so... I forgot my pin. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Well, no, that wouldn't be very safe now, would it? <laughs> One, two, three, three. The safest password. Uh. Um, okay, so yeah, you're able to bring up uh, the uh, security footage then, if Jerry's getting involved with the security clearance. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm a very important man, don't you know? Skimming back through, it's there's there's a few days of basically the room, how you found it with the corpse in the middle. Actually, a couple of weeks of that. Oh. I suppose you, it wasn't you then. You do occasionally see flickers of movement in the background, but with the lighting being all messed up and like, mm -hmm. and that it's it's tough to really make out. This isn't a particularly high definition camera, so it's possible there's stuff, there's other things moving around. I mean, it, James has already seen, you know, found that there is something else in here. Um, you get back a little bit past the two weeks mark, and you you able to suddenly you see more signs of movement and you, you sort of you go a little bit too far <laughs> you wind it back in time to watch the uh, at that time living Tony Richards uh, come into view on the screen 
looks like he's running for the elevator. From the darkness, there's a a flash of light, and he's shot from behind, blowing out his um, the front of his chest, and he falls where you found him. Probably wouldn't have shot him if he was walking at a reasonable pace. <laughs> I mean, that's is that not a bit harsh to shoot someone for running down the corridor? Health and safety is very important, Kelvin. You should know this as a medic. You must have seen countless accidents. People running with scissors and not oh, looking Ah, that used to be a real problem. We were running with scissors. Exactly. Rules must be maintained, sir. Oh, uh, I can feel just Eden's thing like flickering. I can feel him like <laughs> James just seething. <laughs> He, he's warily looking around the room and just, yeah, again, just like his back is super tense. He, he just wants to kind of grab this guy, but he can't. I would say, actually, yeah, um, Jerry, you, you gain a point of stress from seeing the body and that, and uh, Spur. yeah, the situation. Um, I was hoping you wouldn't notice, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's this body has been shot from behind, you now can see, and then was left where it fell for two weeks until. Uh, until you guys arrived. Um, was High Bay 3 like uh, storage or shipping bay or something like that? Yeah, like a storage, maintenance bay, kind of general purpose, big room. Right. Um, well, um, gentlemen and lady scientist, um, while I was waiting for the lift to come up, seeing as you just left me, um, I did a little bit more digging on the computer, and I found that there's a group of people hiding in the storage bays, and I think we should probably go and try and meet up with them. They're survivors? Yes. How many? Seven. Seven? Oh god, okay. I don't know if there are any more, but seven are in the in the storage bays. How, how do you know there's seven? Because... The computer told me so. Uh, uh, Alright. Looks over at Jerry like... How? Well, I I did a search for personnel. Um, you know, as as, as Will and Yutani uh, employees, we, we all carry vi- vital sensors to make sure we're in top health. Um... And it said there are seven uh, signals in the in the storage base. Those things are neither the most reliable, to be honest. Though it's better than nothing. It's all we've got to go off. Damn it! Well, I suppose he's right. Guess we're going there then. Where is it? You said. Um, the storage base. Um, storage specifically base. the higher ones. I I suppose they were trying to. Uh, Stay higher up out of danger. Uh, well, under the sea. Well, yes, but relative to the to the ground that we are on right now. He just looks straight up at the roof and then looks and goes, but but under several billions of gallons of water. Oh yes, but I assume they thought that they'd be high, safer up in a higher level than a lower level, more difficult to access. You see. It really doesn't matter. Shall we just go and look? Good idea, you, Alana, Aaron, Aaron. 
Um, okay, so the storage bays that you are <laughs> through a little bit of lying, <laughs> bringing okay, your... they don't know that. No, they don't know that. But they are uh, down one level and uh, on the uh, other side of the uh, the facility. Are the lights still um, flickering outside this room? They are in this in the room you're in, um, but there are several corridors leading off of it. Are the lights in there working? Uh, intermittently, some of them seem to be working fine. Some of them are out completely. Would it be worth doing an observation, look for like some sort of torch or something? Yeah, does my gun have a flashlight? Uh, yeah, and uh, I guess you're wearing armor as well, aren't you? So yeah, I mean, you, you, your helmet would have a torch on the side of it too, I think. Cool. James will lead the way, yes. warily, and slowly. Okay. Yes, don't run. Flickering darkness. Yeah. Yes, don't run. We saw what happened to this man. It's even more dangerous in low light. James, James is going to kind of quiet and give him a shush. And we, we should keep our voices down. We don't know what's up ahead. Oh yes. We don't want to give our position away. Good point. Yes. Lips, lips are sealed. <laughs> zip. And I make a zip in motion. Motion. Okay. James crunches his face up and nods, and then goes back to leading. Okay, uh, stepping out of the lobby area, then uh, there are signs on the wall indicating the uh, the nearest staircase uh, down to the level that you're heading to, and uh, they are leading you down a darkened corridor that appears to be partially blocked about halfway along as you as you shine your torch down it. It, it looks like there's been a sort of makeshift barricade sort of attempted about 20 to 30 meters along and uh, there's a sort of set of blast doors at that location that have been kind of jammed nearly closed but there's there's still a small gap um in between them that could probably be squeezed through it's it's a bit of an obstacle though can i try and get a glimpse through this gap to see what's on the other side. Sure, yeah, yeah, you can look through. Trying to get a sense of what's happened on the other side of this, is it possible that you might be able to muscle this door open? I mean, it, it kind of... Hmm. I feel like this might be a heavy machinery check, actually. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for specific to the door. As well as being wary of like what's on the other side. Like, as much as you can see through it, like he's going to be paying attention because he doesn't know what might sneak up. or like He's on full alert. Yeah, yeah. Um... Okay, well, looking through, uh, I'll say this then for free before before we do anything. Looking through, you, you can see, um, again, it's dark beyond this unfinished kind of barricade by the looks of things. Um, it looks like crates have been piled up. It, it's mostly silent, but there is some dripping from up the corridor that you can hear. And uh, there is an, a little bit of an ominous red stain about 10, 15 feet beyond the barricade. Okay. Can I try and pull the door open or use heavy machinery to, like, recognize, like, a safety catch or something that I can pull to, like, loosen this up? Yeah, I mean, this. The, either way, this is going to be a strength check, but I think if you use stamina, actually, that's going to be... It depends whether you're trying to get the machinery working to open the door or whether you're trying to muscle it open, really, I guess, is what, what I'm asking here. Um, if it's going to be if stamina is what you want me to roll for well, no, it depends well, how are you doing it are you trying to like get the door working or are you trying to pull it open um, we'll start with like the mechanical approach okay I mean it looks pretty well seized up and that um, the panel is dead but you can try and sort of jury rig it to try and get it working again I guess Mm -hmm. Okay, so that'll be a uh, heavy machinery check for me, for me then, please. Okay, well that's a success. 
Um, but let's get the stress roll anyway. And a six. Okay, so that's two successes. Hey. So yeah, with a little bit of... Um, even though the panel's dead, you're able to pop open the, uh, the thing. And there is a manual, uh, manual pump in there. So over the course of maybe 30 seconds, you're able to just kind of activate this. It's like a kind of pneumatic system and just kind of slowly, slowly bring the doors open a little bit further. You're, you know, they're not all the way, but uh, you're able to make it a little bit more um, passable. Um, I don't know if this is really going to apply, but the, I'll read you out the stunts that you get from that. Uh, you get a plus one modification to a later skill roll relating to this one. There's the, you got this, you don't need to roll to overcome the same challenge again in the future. Uh, you do it quickly in half the time it would normally take. Uh, you break it permanently, which I guess that depends what you're trying to do, really, whether you're trying to break it or repair it. Uh, mm -hmm. You act quietly or you show off. Act quietly. Okay. So yeah, you're, you're quietly able to sort of pump these doors open. And, uh, yeah, maintain your level of stealth, I guess. Okay. Do a backflip. But yeah, we'll creep on through. That's the is that the you show off option? Is the do a backflip? Yeah. Do a backflip. <laughs> Sit at the computer. Do a backflip. Yeah. Signature move. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're able to continue on down the corridor. Um, very quickly reaching this dark red stain on the ground, which not going to take a lot of knowledge from any of you to realise does look like a pretty large blood stain. No sign of a body though. Uh, what's the blood splatter like? It's kind of a puddle, but there is some up the wall. Does it look oh, like it's that's been... concerning. Does it look like it's been splashed? Does it look like it's been... Something's been lying there and it's sort of pulled? It's, it's tough to tell. It, it's not. It's no longer like a puddle. It's like a stain now. So it's been here, you know. Been here a little... Uh, a little longer than a day, I'd say. At least. Tough to tell. Mm. The blood is dry, though. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, so it's not a tripping hazard. That's okay. No, no. A slipping hazard. Sorry. <laughs> there Clearly, is... the highest priority. <laughs> I keep forgetting that your priority is the health and safety stuff, and it's fine. Um, as I said, there is a dripping noise coming from a little bit further up the corridor, and um, you realise that that is coming from the stairwell, and there is water leaking in from somewhere and dripping down onto the stairs. Is there anything? Can we smell anything interesting? I think I'd need an observation roll for this. Okay. It's a bit trickier, <laughs> you know. Two successes, and then my stress roll. It's, an, it's another success. Another Not success. That's yeah. Yeah, three successes. So yeah, that's a pretty, pretty solid check there. Um, okay, so... Yeah, I mean, you can smell, even though it's dried, it smells like blood in the corridor from from that. Um, there's the kind of smell of, as you as you kind of approach the dripping, there's a smell of, you know, it just smells of damp. Mm. But it and doesn't smell like bodies or anything? Not really. I mean, the, near the blood stain, it does smell, you know, it smells of sort of coppery kind of blood and that. And um, there is a kind of background smell, I would say. Of like a slight, I don't know, kind of sharpness in the air, I'll say. Like when your cat leaves a dead bird under your bed and you don't know where it's coming from. Slightly, yeah. Although I don't have that particular experience. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah. I think my character would have a pretty strong appreciation for any kind of smells like this. Yeah. 
you get two observation stunts, which is two question answers to, is it coming for me? Are there more of them close by? Or how do I get in slash pass slash away? Um, does the smell get stronger in any direction apart from towards the stairwell? Uh, well, no. Specifically, it gets stronger the closer to the stairwell. Mm, what's my other option? Um, is it coming for me? Are there more of them close by? How do I get in slash pass slash away? Again, like I said, it's more related to like you're spotting a hidden thing yeah. like, mm. rather than observing stuff. So again, I'm not 100 percent sure we're using that right, but it does appear to be you know it's the closest skill to what we're looking for. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you know whatever. Yeah. Yeah. This. Yeah. I'll just I'll just follow it uh, carefully towards the stairwell. Yeah. It definitely it smells odd towards the the stairwell. Is is what you can get from that really, but that is your route. Um, if we're going to the stairwell, can I make a motion for everyone to, to hold on a second um, while I look for any exposed wiring? <laughs> well, I mean, you got to convince them that's, uh, you know, worthwhile use of the time. So I'm doing, I'm making, wait, it's important. <laughs> yeah, Jesse stops. I mean, I mean there's, there's lives at stake. Yes, there are lives at stake, ours. We don't want to be electrocuted on this dripping stairwell. I mean, are your boots not made of rubber like everyone else's? Yes, but you can't ensure that they are completely 100% insulated. There might be a small, a small uh, split or a, a hole. Kevin just stares through Jerry with a sort of like, fine, I, 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 sure. All of it. Are we calling this observation again? Uh, sure. <laughs> So I feel like I'm looking for you some You know what, no, I don't, we don't need to do a check for this. You can see there is some exposed wiring coming out of the wall where okay. there's some damage on the corridor. Okay. I don't, um, I, I'm so used to getting checks for every little thing. And I think yeah, we, pro- we No, we probably ought to... No, it's fine. It's just my normal play style, and especially with D&D. Um, but we probably ought to be saving these for, like, <laughs> some slightly more... I don't know. Yeah, you could. You don't need to check to see the wiring. It's like it's obvious. Let's just leave it okay. at that. Um, is there another possible route that doesn't lead us through electrified liquid? Um, I'm not saying the water's electrified. I'm just saying there's some exposed wiring. Potentially electrified water. Uh, not that you know of. Oh, well, you see, this is a clear and present danger to our lives, man. Surely you've seen countless people be electrocuted to death. Horrible way to go, I'm told. No, no, I tend to be the one they call when they've been electrocuted. Yes, and you'll have seen how badly it is. Maybe we should all check our boots to make sure that they are in proper... a proper standard of... safety, I suppose. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you, lady scientist. Again, James kind of, like, sighs. It just goes, oh, for fuck's sake. And he just stomps up the stairs through the water. Was you mad, man? You could have died. (laughs) Come on, it's fine. Still glaring at the lady scientist. (laughs) Yeah, it's. I can't imagine that's gone down well. No way. Be careful not to slip as well. These stairs are very slippery. Um, what are the Handrails made of? Uh, metal. Oh shit. <laughs> Not using those then. No, um, 
Well, I'm sure we've all attended the uh, the Wayland Yutani corporate stair, stair fitness safety. exam. <laughs> yes, stair safety and fitness exam. Please try to maintain your balance as you very carefully advance up these stairs. Down. Is that not the one we had to carry a body up the stair? I think that was a different one. Um, that might have been specific to the medic corps. Or the fireman. Or the fireman, <laughs> yes, but uh, I'm assuming medic corps because you, sir, are a medic. And not, I believe, a fireman. So... <laughs> um, so just stares at his hands like, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> be careful not to touch the handrails they could be dangerously electrified I mean I might have oversold the amount of water that's dripping it's just a drip like it's not like a torrent of water flowing out of the you, ceiling into the stairs you, it's just like leaking you can never be too careful or too safe Jared would still be like this yeah. <laughs> okay so the group of you begin to make your way downstairs what's the marching order here Who's who's taking the lead who's coming up the rear I think uh, going, are we going up or downstairs? Downstairs. I feel like I would take the back to ensure that everyone is maintaining proper uh, stair procedure. Sure. James will take the front. Yeah, the Kelvin will be in the middle somewhere. Okay. So, you all start to head downstairs. Um, just as you're stepping off of the, the top floor, Jerry, you hear the sounds of the elevator starting up. From like we're back in the lobby. Yeah, I mean, is it you've just gone down a corridor to get here, really? Yeah. So we'll be going back up. Ah, uh, that's yeah, that's where it goes. We aren't expecting our friend um, Anderson, was he? The pilot to come down? Oh, Big Tom! No, Big Tom, don't leave the pirate pirate seat. He's got his magazine. Yeah. He'll be free yes, for sure. I figured he'd be quite uh, preoccupied with his non-workplace sanctioned reading material. Um, I assume everyone else hears that. Yes, what? The lift has started again. Yeah, that's not good. That thing takes a long time. Well, I mean, hopefully, they aren't. It's not someone coming to do us harm. But luckily, if it is, we have a good half hour before they get here. <laughs> well, that's. Uh... That's a wonderful thought. Perhaps we shouldn't trench ourselves and uh, old Jesse here can prepare in case we are under attack. James. <laughs> yeah, I kept calling that's, him Jesse earlier. <laughs> that's, that's what I said. That's what I said. Yes, Jesse. It's James. James. <laughs> oh, apologies. You're blasting off again. <laughs> Ian, yeah. would, you, would you rather... Uh, female lady scientist. Don't complain too much about the wrong name. Yeah, fair. <laughs> so, continuing downstairs. I wouldn't mind a yep. lady scientist. Staring yep. absolutely into space. You should keep such thoughts to yourself, Kevin. This is not the Kelvin. time nor the place. Kelvin. <laughs> yes, that's what I said. As you continue down the stairs, uh, you step onto the uh, the first uh, lower floor, which is um, actually where where these storage bays, at least you know the other upper level of them, is uh, is located. And 
it's a little odd down here. It still looks like you're expected. The, the lights are actually on in more places in this corridor that you step into. Um, but it almost looks like there's some kind of sea sort of growth coral growths uh, uh, some of the, thing on the wall yeah some yeah. not everywhere but like a kind of coral kind of growth that is kind of creeping its way up in certain places the floor is is a little bit messy as well are there mushrooms uh not that you can see you see the janitorial stuff have been slacking on their uh, their duties but at least the lights are working i was starting to get a headache well, if it's any janitorial staff like I'm used to, they'll probably harvest uh, anything they can find from here, and uh, I had a good night in with it. I, I don't know what you mean, I'm sure. He just taps uh, Jerry on the shoulder and says, Ah, it's for the best, son. Mm, yes, well. Is so. there any uh, signage to indicate our destination? Uh, yes, there is. Um, as you get to the bottom of the stairs, there is a uh, sort of left and right sort of signs on the on the wall it says high bays one to three left four to five four to six right admin mess hall habitation block up well if i recall correctly it did the uh, the computer system said that uh, the potential survivors were in the uh, in in b3 quite specifically and should we spread out and check more in case they've uh, found out, or were they, like, barricaded in? Well, I, I don't know. There wasn't a camera feed, but uh, it, d it did say that all of the, uh, the the signals were coming from the same rough area. I think we should stick together. It's a bad yes. idea. Spreading out in a time like this. We don't know what's down here. I agree, Jesse. If we find the people in Bay 3, they might be able to tell us where others are. Yes, exactly. Fine thinking, uh, Ellen. Aaron's eye twitches again. <laughs> yes, well then, I, I, I suggest we get a move on. Um, Bay 3. Okay. So, keeping the same marching order then, I take it. Yep. Um, you make your way along the corridor past Bays 1 and 2. And sort of on a corner section, there is a pair of large, sort of thick-looking mechanical doors, kind of a sort of sturdy-looking entranceway uh, that is labelled High Bay 3. And you notice there's a lot more of this kind of coral growth around uh, this end of the corridor. So the lights are back to flickering up here. Hmm. Hmm. I think Aaron is still distinctly spooked. Hmm. Um, right, jumpy at this point because it just like lights flickering constantly. We've not found anyone alive yet. This isn't what she signed up for. <laughs> Would you say your stress is increasing the longer you go? Yes. Okay, well, take another point of stress then. Yeah, I feel like in character. I, I know there's there are mechanics for like you gain stress if this happens and this happens, but also seeing messed up stuff. I think is a yeah. yeah. Nobody like, likes coral. She's usually in like a research setting. Hmm. Um, 
So this is all distinctly outside her previous experience and any wish that she has to be somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is not where I would have chosen. Mm. I'm here because we needed to check something. I just want to leave. (laughs) But yes, you are facing this this door to bay, high bay three, which is closed. Is it obviously locked, or is it just closed? Uh, look, uh, you can't see any locking mechanisms engaged. It is just closed. Perhaps they uh, built their fortifications further in. <laughs> Use the doors a, a, a redundancy, as it were. That and sounds like something people would do, right? Yes, Jesse. Absolutely. Got to take a point and hold it. Yes. Well, we should be prepared. They might be ready for anybody trying to break through. They might be aggressive. Maybe we should announce ourselves. Um, we, 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 we never know what could be there. There might be people. Um, or anything else. Well, we got to hope for the best. Well, yes. How about we open the door and you announce yourself? Um, sure. Because I feel like... I feel like Jerry... Is pretty confident that there's not actually anything anyone in there. Um, so yes, that's, that sounds all right by me. Um, I, I'm, I will, I will do that. Um, how, how do we open the door? Yeah, these doors don't really appear to have any kind of power uh, going to them at all. Uh, on inspection of the panel, it does appear that it did also once used to have a, uh, a manual uh, pump like the one upstairs did. But the handle for operating that appears to have sheared off from the looks of things. Is, is um, there any way to get a purchase to try and muscle this open then? If you had, yeah, you could you could try and um, try and force it open if you you had okay, like a, a, bar. a crowbar or something. If you guys, well, you can fashion something from anything really if you want to try hard enough. Yeah, I'm sure we could. Yes, I'm sure there's some sort of debris we could find. Mm-hmm. Ah, great. Um, I suppose I'll look for some debris. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 sturdy just, debris. Yeah, you're able. To, let's just let's let's just say you can find a you can find a fashion yourselves a, a some makeshift equipment to pry this open if that's what you're. That's what you. I do. found this piece of uh, steel reinforcement rod that looks suspiciously like a crowbar, and <laughs> um, perhaps this would work, Jesse. It's James. And yeah, that's what I said. Yes. Do. Let me give it a go. And he rams it in to the space between the doors. Sure. And tries to pull some leverage. Okay. Can I get a, a stamina check from you then? Oh, my specialty. Now do you like a manipulation to encourage him? Um. <laughs> I mean, you can, but he kind of agreed to do it anyway. Yeah. I wasn't sure if there was like a way you could like contribute to rolls or something. Mm-hmm. I just not know he's done it. Uh, there probably yeah. is, but I uh, a group rolls. Hang on, he's done it anyway. He's done it anyway. Yeah, you got, you got your one success. Um, you wanna, can you roll your one d six stress roll as well for me, please? Four. Okay. Yeah. So no, no panic there at least. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So this is uh, yeah. This is a. Uh, this is a pretty tough job. It's you know these are a big set of doors, but over a minute or so, you're able to just kind of first work in this kind of makeshift pry bar, and then as the others sort of watch you going at it, you're able to just kind of give it a last sort of bit of strength, and they just kind of they 
release and pop open slowly and then kind of scraping in the tracks a little bit you're able to just pull them open oh your shoulders not with your back uh, i'm fine i've done this a thousand times yes good man good man good job i well let's, let's get in here and find these people get the fuck out of here so the inside of the door appears to be covered um, you know, you open the door and you think, okay, right, we're in. About, I mean, less than a foot inside the door, the whole kind of opening appears to be covered in a sort of gooey, semi-permeable, like, slightly translucent membrane of some sort. There's holes and pockets in it, but this was not expected. No, this is oh. not what I expected at all. What, what the fuck? Elvin just takes that sort of something from his pocket and just pokes it a little bit and goes, oh that's uh, that's uh, interesting Aaron is this... trying to not throw up <laughs> it's pretty gooey it's, it doesn't smell good does, does this mean anything with your with your science, Alana? It's nothing like Aaron <laughs> I have no idea what that is and frankly I don't think I want to Mm, yes, fair. We should get um, the fuck out of here. What? What? There, there can't be anybody alive in there. I'm not going in that room. Well, it seems seem sealed by this sort of uh, goo membrane thing, so anything in there would be, uh, well, mm. we can't take the chance. We can't allow someone to die in such a horrific environment. We well, should do our you. due diligence and. Intel. Uh, we should make sure that there is nobody trapped in there. Well, Why? After you, go then. After you, then Jerry. You, you all go through first. I'm, I'm gonna metaphorically click me fingers and roll out the manipulation roll. Okay. Um, this is a bit of PvP um, here. Uh, <laughs> and an S, sorry. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's in character. Sure. Okay. It might not real. It might not result in me getting punched in the face. Okay. I mean... Sure, give it a go. <laughs> if you succeed, your adversary must either do what you want... Okay, well here's where it says being manipulated. Uh, hang on, wait, wait, wait. So, from perspective of everybody else, there's a thing here. NPCs and other P PCs can use manipulation on you. If their role succeeds, you must attack or offer a deal of some kind. Okay. So you can try it on them, <laughs> and the option that everybody else in the party has is either to, if you succeed, come to a compromise with you, or attack you. Well, I think I'm pretty well liked. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think, um, as Jesse is the the strong man, I think he's going to be the one I want to try and convince to uh, come and protect and help, um, as a man of honour and of duty. Um, and a man who can potentially be paid off as a mercenary. And the, the only one with a gun. Yeah. That's the, yeah. Okay. So, well, it? It just, I just wanted to let you know about that before you did it. Uh, six. D. Six. Okay, and well, that's two successes. One and then thing. one stress roll, I think, as well. <laughs> okay, oh. three. Well, here's the thing. So the stunts in this... Your opponent does what you, they, these are kind of geared towards you manipulating an NPC. But they are your opponent does what you want without <laughs> demanding a favor in return. Your opponent does more than you ask for. Uh, 
For example, giving you some useful piece of information, your opponent is impressed by you and will try to help you later on. Now, as you're doing this to Eden, I, I don't think we can really enforce any of them. Their fear would be not being go punched in the face. <laughs> I, I'm willing to go with it, in fact. I will leave it, to, I'll leave it between you two. Uh, I will take a favor is him being willing to do it with not punching me in the face. Yeah, I, 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 it's up to the two of you. I think Jesse will. He he'll, he's snarling. James, but he's like, wait, uh, James, you've got me confused now. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he um he is not impressed with what you've said, but at the same time is like, well, if you're telling me that there's people in there, I really can't go against honor, and I've never left anybody behind. So I'm going to whisper into his ear about, you know, you might get a bonus. And he, he nods. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that works too. You're a good man, Jerry. You're a good man. I knew I could count on you. <laughs> okay. And he takes a step into the room. And okay. shines his torch around, trying to see more of it. Well, well can I, you can't really anything? get into the room with this thing here. So can I get another, oh. um, what was it? Stamina check, just to check. You've got to kind of force your way through. You've still got the pry bar in your hand, so you can kind of try and force your way through this membrane. Two successes again, and gonna just get the stress. I think, actually, okay, three again. Okay. Okay, so two successes. What were the things with stamina? I'm, I'm flipping back and forth in the rulebook here because, you know. He backflips through the membrane. <laughs> One of them is you impress someone. Um, hmm. You're hardened by the experience and don't need to roll to overcome this exact challenge in the future. You gain plus mod one modification to later skill roll relating to this one. But the other one actually is you give you can give one success to another PC in the exact same situation as you. But as you're the one forcing your way through, that doesn't really apply. It's, it's kind of up to you what you want to do on this. Let's just give me a plus one if I have to break more of this kind of stuff. Sure. Yeah, no worries. Okay. So yeah, you're able to force your way through and kind of cut like a sort of makeshift flap in this uh, in this sort of it's not it's not thick it's like an inch or two thick in places but it's kind of spongy and gooey and you're able to kind of cut a flap through and as you sort of step through into the room it's it's pretty dark in here but you're immediately aware of just like an acrid sort of stingy sort of smell in the air. Shining your torch around, you can see the the main kind of doors to the high bay are set into the floor. You would guess just from context clues that they open out into the ocean below. Mm -hmm. Suspended above that is an odd sort of oval, kind of egg-shaped object about 15 feet long, suspended by a crane. It doesn't really look like anything that you've seen before. It's kind of got a sort of... How do I want to put this? Um, describe the surface. It sort of looks like sort of rock coral, the surface. But also it's got a sort of metallic sheen to it. It's, it's, it's very strange. Okay. He's looking up in awe and at the same time gesturing over towards the makeshift door that's been cut. Mm. And, and gesturing for people to come through. So, yeah, I was going to follow him in anyway. Is anyone else coming? <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, Kelvin will step through and look it up. Yes. I, I, I guess I would rather be closer to people than on my own, so... Okay. Probably okay. not actually going to look very closely. <laughs> Do I at least have some idea of what this is? Uh, well, you would imagine this is the thing that you uh, had in your secret directive. Yeah, um, they didn't tell us what it was. No. But, yeah, it seems pretty obvious. Looking around as well, now, now that you've been in here for a second, uh, James, you can see that all of the walls of the bay are coated in this kind of... same kind of coral, sort of looking... gooey coral that you've seen throughout the corridors. Mm-hmm. And then your torch begins to pick out what looks like arms sticking out in places and some people's sort of features are visible behind the goo and what as soon as you kind of click what you're looking at you can see there's quite a lot of people embedded in the walls here nope nope out (laughs) what the fuck is going on in this room that's where they went question is why are they all stuck to the walls? What the fuck? I, I just don't want to join them. Yeah, we should get the fuck out of here. We need to call that elevator back. Now, can I light a cigarette? I, yeah. It's important. So I, I stand up straight and I light a cigarette. And I take a drag and I go... Alright, guys. Barry, they're bad for you. So, yeah, I know. Here we are, right? So I'm gonna level with y'all. There were no survivors. We've been sent here to get this thing. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's worth a lot of money to the right people. We get that and we get out of here. You guys ain't gonna have to work a day of your lives. You're retiring pretty. Nice beach somewhere. Give the wife, give the kids. Give them a nice life. We do this one job and we're done. You guys are done. What so are you guys see, you here? guys give me a hand getting this thing down. You give me a hand getting out of here and you guys are set for life. And you see, get it out of here. I mean, that's not going to fit in the lift. So how the hell he wants to get that out of here? Oh, that will fit in the lift. Actually, It's quite a big lift. Getting up the stairs, you're going to have trouble, but... We'll manage, guys. There's four of us, there's one of them. I've seen you guys, you big strong guys. Look, you, you opened that door, man. Just think about it. Never have to work again. All the drinks, all the food. Oh, uh, how, fra- how fragile is it? I don't know. It looks pretty sturdy, but we should be careful with it. I want to know why Jerry's voice changed. <laughs> because Jerry was playing a character within a character. <laughs> like, but they didn't know Jerry before. Like, why? <laughs> Don't question these things. Fair enough. I would rather leave now. You'll never need another research grant in your life. Hey, that cure for cancer or whatever is your research in, in your hands right there. Nobel Peace Prize, Nobel Prize. Easy. What does it matter if you're already dead? Well, that's fine. You won't be dead. We're going to get out of here because we got James and we got Kelvin. I don't know about that. 
I think Aaron's right. We haven't got time to be carrying this thing around. We need we to got, get the fuck out of here. And we, you can report got, back to your people at the corporation, and I don't give a fuck about what they've got to say. We got plenty of time, and you, my friend, will have plenty of money. No. No. Yes. I'm leaving. I'm done. No. Yeah, let's get out of here. So what exactly is he wanting us to move? The big thing. Yeah, so that's why I Yeah, okay. It's kind of like an egg-shaped thing, about 12 feet long, 12 to 15 feet long. Yeah, currently hanging from a crane in the middle of the bay. Look, 12 to 15 feet long. Kelvin, my man. Crane. Do you know how hard it is to turn anything that's 12 feet long around in a corridor? Look, I've seen people do it with sofas. No sofa is 15 foot long. Hey, my sofa is 20 foot long, 15 feet long. And you know okay. how I got that 15 foot sofa? From that sweet Wayland Yutani money. You, pay, you got it by paying people up front who knew they were moving at you, bastard. Look, we're arguing semantics here. Arguing removals no, here. No, we're not. <laughs> And Erin just turns and walks away. Look, yeah, and, and she's James, gone. She's James, go she James is going with her. Look, the two of them, they don't understand. They cannot see an opportunity when it arises. They don't know what to miss now. You and me, Kelvin. Uh, yeah, Kelvin, that's the right one. Me and you, we are smart men. We know which side our bread's buttered on. And boy, let me tell you, you won't be eating bread anymore. You'll be in caviar off of some strip a stomach in Hawaii and but Hawaii flooded New Hawaii I meant to see <laughs> New Hawaii look you know man I mean man look of course I'm not talking about old Hawaii I'm talking about New Hawaii you're a smart guy and I know you're a smart guy Kelvin we can do uh, this me and you we'll be riding pretty for the rest of our lives how the hell are we meant to drag that thing along a corridor and into a lift you're a doctor. It needs a, it needs a crane. You're a doctor. You've carried bodies on a gurney. Just think of it like... I know how my back works. I'm not carrying that. Think of it just like a big corpse. A big corpse is worth a lot of money. I don't think that's helping. <laughs> so, Aaron, as you, as you sort of head out into the corridor, um, you're kind of... Your thoughts are full of like what you've just seen. Um, and as you look up, you see at the other end of the corridor an indistinct figure sort of just briefly look round the corner from the bottom of the uh, uh, the stairs before popping away again. Do I think it's a person? It could be. It's roughly person-sized. Hello? You're finally coming around. Think of all the science you can do if you get this money. No, I saw something move. It might be a person? Elvin takes one more look at, uh, takes one more look at Jerry and goes, uh, we'll go see if we need to treat anyone first. You can find other people, maybe, but there's no way in hell I'm dragging the ammo on. And he makes his way to the door, goes, right, what have you been seeing? Over there, there was... But I don't... But they didn't respond. I don't know. It might be. It might be one of the workers. Or it could be something from that room. Yeah. Whatever made that. 
I don't know. I mean, I called out to them and they never answered. So I think being suspicious is reasonable. Well, you I'll got a torch. Yep, I'll take point. Follow my lead. Okay. We'll uh, head on up the corridor. Okay, leaving Jerry alone in the high bay. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll that and follow. Yeah. yeah, he's going. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> and he's going to uh, go and see if he can try and convince them some more. Okay. So as we're going along the corridor, you're just like battering us. Yeah. Well, I think I've I've kind of got Kelvin on the side, sort of. <laughs> okay. Um. So creeping up the corridor, then. Um. There's the sound of dripping still covering a lot of the sounds from up in the. Uh, from the staircase, I will say. So, so what are you doing? How are you? How are you approaching this? Um, cautiously heading up, keeping eyes and ears open. Okay. Uh, I guess this would actually be the first one of the first legitimate uses of observation, because <laughs> you're looking for something yeah. hidden. Yeah, we did it properly. Are we all rolling it or just? Uh, well, I, I don't know. Are you all looking? What are you? Yeah, yeah well, I'll be sort of following, looking as well, trying to find out what the. I think what, uh, as well. I will say you will get an extra point of stress from the uh, from what you've just seen in the uh, the room. I give myself an additional additional point of stress from like trying to convince everyone. If you want, and it not going well. So you're at three, is what you're saying? Yeah. You, you and Aaron are at three. James and Kelvin are at two. Yeah. Okay. I rolled for my observation and stress. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, you got a six there, so that's a success. Um, you want me to wait till you've resolved this to roll? Sure, yeah. If he's, lead- if he's leading the way, that's probably the best way to do it. Um, yep. Yeah, you definitely, you're again, as you get closer, you're creeping, you're starting to hear that low breathing that you heard upstairs again. Again, it's kind of dark in the stairwell, so you can't really see anything, but you're definitely getting the uh, the feeling that something is there. Okay. Can I train a weapon in the direction that the sound is coming from? As sure. You've got your pulse rifle, haven't you? Yep. Yeah. And yeah, we'll just quietly move on up. Mm-hmm. Until, yeah, whatever's uh, making that noise becomes apparent, if, if that's in our path. Yeah, you're, over, you're, you're sort of creeping up and... Um... You sort of, are you, are you kind of, I'm trying to think how to describe this. Are you kind of going with the, like, creeping up on the same side of the corridor as the staircase? Or are you on the other side so you get a better view? Um, so are you, are you hiding yourself and to, to maybe then pop around? Or are you staying out so you get a, a better view from further away is what I'm asking here. Hiding. Coming yeah. up with the most cautious approach. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you kind of you, you you start sort of hiding, kind of sliding along the wall a little bit as you as you head up there, and as you get closer, you definitely start hearing this low kind of steady sort of So yeah, you're pretty much right up on the corner now and you can just hear this heavy, steady breathing coming from just around the corner. 
Okay. I'd like to put a hand up to like stop the group and then peek around the corner. Okay. Crouched in the in the darkness, in the shadows, looking directly at the corner where your head pops round is a figure with thin arms and sort of crouched kind of knees up kind of making itself as small as possible light flickers and you see it is a bearded man holding a shotgun okay do we all see this or just uh, James James uh, just stuck his head around the corner just to peek out he poke, was he seen like he's going to poke his head back back in I think yeah he, yeah, he, yeah I mean you, you're basically silhouetted your head against the corridor okay he's still got a whisper behind him and just go there's a man with a shotgun a man man like, human man as in like person yeah he didn't look like he was, uh, I don't know, affected by that room in any way. He looked pretty bedraggled. I was like, the, the quick. Yeah, he had kind of wild staring eyes. Great, here's the plan, look. Calm him down. We we get that shotgun off of him. And we, look, man, he's like, looks like he needs a meal. He could do with like a shower, probably. He gives us a hand with this. And, you know, comfortable life. Just like all of you guys. How how about we find out from him what the hell happened and then decide? Yeah, sure, that can all come later too. But look, at this point, um, Kelvin's just gonna like turn away from Jerry's things and just put his hands up and start walking around, sort of very slowly walking around the corner to the seat. Look at the man. Okay. It's all right. I'm not armed. Just uh. I'm just here on a rescue mission. Find, try and find survivors. Who are you? My name's Kelvin. I'm a medic. How did you get here? Uh, we arrived about an hour or so ago. We were uh, sent here to look for survivors after no, uh, no responses. Survivor? There's only me. Alright, well, I'm at a disadvantage, friend. Uh, I don't know who you are. Uh, what's your name? Peter. Well, it's nice to meet you, Peter. Uh, can I put my arms down there, you alright? Slowly. Alright, great. So, uh, there's a couple of us, but four. One of them is a, uh, slight, let's just call him a scum would be too nice a word, but the rest of them are alright. Hey, don't you talk about Ed, James like that, that ain't on, he's a good guy. <laughs> hey. Open yourself, you see Kelvin, just go, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so, uh, what happened to you? Uh, goddamn company told us to pick up a thing we found. <sighs> what did happen to be a 12 foot long thing hanging from a crane? Uh, you went in there, did you? No, I sent someone is just trying to get us to move that too. I just sort of, you see him just look to the, the doorway behind him. I give him a thumbs up. To see this thumb coming around the corner in the back. While this is happening, can Erin look round to see if she can see or hear anything else? Sure. Can I get an observation check from you? 
though. That's one success. Can I get uh, <laughs> a level three stress level stress check as well? Ooh, there's a one on there. Okay. Yep. <laughs> we'll deal with the success first, I think, and then we'll do the panic check. <laughs> so, as they're talking, you hear just at the edge of your hearing what sounds like soft clanking above could be footsteps can I get a, a d6 plus 3 check from you panic roll okay lucky there again still keeping it together <laughs> that could have gone badly on the verge of losing yeah. it if you had a roll of 6 there that would have gotten you up to drop item and yeah and your stress level will go up again but you were just holding it together but yeah there's something moving above us. Huh? Hey, it's... It's probably nothing. Hey, Pete! <laughs> no! Hey, look, don't worry about it. Look, it's fine. This guy is fine. How you doing, Pete? You look pretty good. Um... <laughs> so, look, Pete... What happened? And Aaron is just, like, looking up at the ceiling in concern. Yeah, Peter, um, at your saying um, sounds like something moving up there has immediately, his head has shot up at the shotgun, pointed upwards and he says, oh, oh they have come around they're trapped Who's who's come out? Them the things move, move, get away from the stairs Hey, alright, beat body Look, just just be careful with that shotgun, yeah? We're all friends here. The point's at you. Get out of my way, company boy. Hey, Pete, I'm looking out for you. We're in this together. You and me and these guys. Yeah, you and you and your you and your fucking company are the reason we're in this. Look, Pete, we'll talk about this later, once you've calmed down a little bit, but we're gonna help you out. We're gonna get you some food, we're gonna get you more money than you know what to do with your beating. You'll you be in sushi off the stripper's stomach in Neo Hawaii. Let's not argue with the only survivor that we know of who is armed. Let's just move, please. Are you you will but like blinky. Yes. Yeah, let's get to this elevator. He he's trying to usher you away from the stairs so he can come down off of them. Get get out of my way, get out of my way! Get out of Alright, beep buddy. Just be careful with that shotgun, yeah? He coughs. And a dribble of blood comes out of the side of his mouth. Oh dear. It's then that you oh. see, you notice something spiky sticking out of the front of his chest. Oh, that ain't good, Jerry. I mean, be- <laughs> I think uh, at that uh, point, that might be when Aiden breaks as you as you step towards you see Pete like his eyes are just wide and he's just like starting to shake and blood is, starts coming out of his mouth and falling down the front of his chest and you can see he's being he's suddenly lifted up and you can see that something dark and organic looking is lifting him up from behind having stabbed through him from the back <gasps> You all immediately take two points of stress, I think. 
Yeah. Is he still that holding is. the gun at this point? You're he, he loosely in his arms. I'm just going to grab the gun and back off. As, as soon as he's you're backed away, I, I, I'm going to open fire. Okay. I mean, the only target you've got is Peter. <laughs> like, at, at the space kind of behind him as much as possible. Like, okay, see sure. Uh, can I get a, um, a ranged combat roll from you? Okay, so that's a six. And what are you on now? Because you just gained two, so you're on four. Okay, and that's a four, so that's another success there. So you get a stunt here, you didn't get a panic roll. Um, so your success, you hit and inflict damage equal to your weapon's damage. We'll get to that. Um, your stunts are to choose from here, because you've got one extra one. Um, you can inflict one more point of damage. Um, you can pin down an enemy. You position yourself and get to exchange your initiative score. We haven't really done initiative yet. Um, your target drops a weapon or other object. Uh, your opponent falls to the ground or is pushed back are the options you've got there. Um, so I would like it to back down or fall over. Okay, uh, so here, here's how it all goes down, I reckon. So you take a step back from the stairs, uh, sort of raising your pulse rifle and... Uh, you take aim at kind of the negative space behind Peter where whatever it is that has impaled him has got to be and uh, you fire off a quick burst. The bright light of the muzzle flash illuminates something there. All of this is happening kind of like a fraction of a second but you get a sense of something organic with unsettling kind of proportions. It's got an extended eyeless head a long spiny tail which is what has impaled Peter mm -hmm. it's all covered in this kind of slick taut skin that's kind of like an oil slick um, you definitely hit it and there's a, a brief squeal and a spray of blood or at least whatever it has uh, for blood uh, which coats the wall behind it in the stairwell uh, it's thrown backwards violently by your blast uh, landing noisily on the stairs your burst of fire also hits Peter in the head, which is <laughs> probably something of a mercy at this point. Brutal. Mercy kill, maybe. Possibly. Either way, Peter not getting back up. Um, and there is a kind of writhing mass of something on the stairwell in front of you. Um, in a sort of half panic, he's just going to shout, Run, run, run! We need to get to the elevator! Go! And he's just going to start taking off. So, uh, to get to the elevator the way you came, you've got to go up the staircase past this thing. Um, or you can try and find another staircase up. Um, he's going to charge forwards, opening fire as he does. Okay. Okay, going to get another range combat from you for this. <laughs> as you, you're basically sort of like, come on, let's go and spray in as you go, something. <laughs> okay, that is no successes on your regular, but you do get your four additional stress dice. Also no, <laughs> also no hits, but no panic rolls there, thankfully. Okay. Um, so yeah, you kind of you pepper the area around it, and uh, you don't you don't really think you're hitting anything, but you're you're making a lot of noise. Let's see, yeah, he's he's running up ahead into is it dark up there or is it flashing lights? It, it's flickering lights, like you, uh, yeah, as it was when you came down. Everybody else following quickly behind. Yeah, or. Uh... Yep. If I had any points in range combat, I'd attempt to use the gun, but I don't. So you can I'm still attempt it, and you've got your stress dice as well, which could be successes. That is very true. Oh, fuck it, why not? 
<laughs> so as you run past, you're just firing a shotgun into it. Yeah, yeah. run Should past, fire a shotgun. <laughs> Quite successful anyway. Hey. And that's my a stress dice. Your four stress dice. Oh, no, no panic rolls there, so that's good. So yeah, you all kind of bustle up the stairs. Um, James spraying at it as he goes and missing. You all kind of make your way up. Uh, Kelvin, as he passes, just firing a shotgun into this thing, which sort of squeals in a kind of inhuman animal sort of way. There's a spray of liquid up the wall, um, which immediately starts hissing. Um, you're not sure what's up with that. Um, you make it to the top of the stairs as a group in a flickering corridor. I guess just keeping on running. Yep. So, yeah. Would now be a good time to say that I haven't run with the rest of them? Uh, Sure, yeah, no, if you haven't run with the rest of them, that is up to you. And I'm looking at the corpse thinking, hey, look, I gotta get something out of this. Okay, what are you doing then? And look, I know my company, I know Waylon. This guy's gonna pay a lot of money for whatever the hell this thing is. Okay. Confirming that it is dead, um, assuming it's dead, <laughs> um, I'm gonna maybe try and, like, drag it by the tail. Towards the elevator. Okay. Um, I mean, that's really two things there, isn't it? Confirming it's dead and dragging it by the tail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming it's dead. It's been shot a bunch. Oh, you can assume. If you, yeah, if you want to assume, yeah. you can just stop dragging. Yeah, assuming it. it's dead, I'm going to start and try and drag it. Sure. Okay. Um, Which I assume is a stamina. Yeah. So I have nothing in stamina. Okay. That's no success. Come on, stress dose. <laughs> You're uh, on fire, five. aren't you? Because you, um, yeah. you you took one on by yourself. That's a success. That's a panic check as well, though. So let's do yeah, the panic fine. check first. Ten. Ten? Okay. You're frozen by fear or stress for one round. Your stress level and the stress level of all friendly NPC, uh, friendly PCs in short range of you, which does nobody because they, you, you know, they run ahead of you, increases by one. Yeah. They've got more sense. Yeah, so you're now up to six stress. This is a freaky looking thing. Its head looks like a dick. <laughs> you go right, I gotta grab this, and you, you just you go to do it and then you get like a kind of freeze of like, oh god, what is this? Kind of thing. What, what do I even grab onto? Yeah. <laughs> In that moment of freezing indecision, as you're kind of psyching yourself up to grab the thing by the tail, it grabs you by the head. Oh, Mold on my head, I need that. <laughs> That's where all the smart ideas come from. It is then that you realize you may have fucked up. Look, Jerry doesn't fuck up, he makes opportunities. <laughs> In this case, an opportunity to be grabbed by an alien. You're just arguing semantics here. <laughs> Claws clamp onto the side of your head, and your eyes, you, you realize. Oh no, this thing wasn't dead. You turn to look at, at it, it, it has no eyes of its own. It's this sort of steam or something, where it's been shot, it's kind of hissing out of it, but it is, it's still strong, and its mouth opens at the row of razor sharp teeth, and you see a second snapping tongue mouth thing inside. Hey, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> and that's your final thought as this second clattering tongue thing rapidly oh. comes towards the center of your forehead and 
that is the last you know. Yeah. Poor Jerry, he never got his caviar off a hooky stomach <laughs> in New near Hawaii. He didn't, you're right. The three of the rest of you make it to the elevator. Mm-hmm. Which is not waiting for you. Start well, slamming the button immediately, yeah. just hammering it. Come on, come on! Call it and hope. <laughs> Shotgun is reloaded. Yeah. Oh, we better get ready. I'm gonna point out and uh, shine the flashlight out into the distance. Okay. Of this room, this is the, the lobby area. There that are back. three corridors leading off of the lobby, and as the the light on the elevator starts blinking, indicating that it is coming back down. You start to see movement in all three corridors. Oh no. And that, I think, is where we'll fade to black on our three remaining members of this team. Will they make it out of the anchor alive? Who knows? This is a one shot. (laughs) Fucking Jerry leading us to our death. I'm glad that everybody really liked the character of Jerry. <laughs> yeah. yeah Someone who will sing that. songs all for years. Yeah. <laughs> he made a lot of friends today. He did. That's he what did. he was there for. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, We'll be back in two weeks' time on Thursday, April 6th, for the next uh, episode, which is the next one-shot of our pilot season uh, sort of series that we're doing. We'll be playing uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. So, uh, yeah, we hope you'll all join us for that. In the meantime, you can find us at pretendingwithdice.com. There's links on there to all of our social media presences, our episode feeds, our Discord server, merch store, Ko-Fi page, and uh, so much more. Uh, So yeah, for now, that's our show. We hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time.